1: Welcome in everybody to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. It's Monday morning. You know what that means. It's time to hit the waiver wire for week six in the NFL. We're going to help you get some names to add to your rosters. Obviously, a lot of amazing things happened in football yesterday, but some injuries might have opened up some opportunities for some more guys, including at the running back position. We'll get to all of those names. And a whole lot more. And to help me do it, of course, D-Bro, Derek Brown, the king of bros, uh, Pat Fitzmorris and he every single Monday have that waiver wire article ready for you on Fantasy Pros. And it gets updated as more news trickles in and we will keep you updated on Fantasy Pros, obviously, as more news continues to happen. D-Bro, it was a fun uh, Sunday of football. You had the rebirth of the Cincinnati Bengals, the Devon A-Chan ladder bet from betting pros that I told everybody on Friday's show to bet. Ooh, we did that hit. Joey P is is a little richer on Monday morning. Very happy guy, but uh, some negatives as well. So we're going to get to all of those things. But first, you and I are playing each other this week in the Flex Expert League. George Kittle on my roster had no touchdowns, but he saved them all for you last night. How did that make you feel? Did it make you feel special?
2: Queasy, nauseous. Um, <laughs> I, I, I hate life right now. But you know what? All All I need, Joe... Is twenty two points and for Jaden Reed to do nothing, so Aaron Jones, let's go for twenty two points. Not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs>
1: did, of course, you know slim, I talk trash. But I need it. Aaron Jones will have twenty five points and I'll
2: lose. And there you go. But you know, will, that'll be the end of it. you know who did score a touchdown yeah. this week, huh, Joey? Don't say his name. Hershey Don't Rice. say it. <laughs> I had to drop him because of a
1: roster crunch. Went to try to get him again, and who outbid me? This guy. This guy. It's supposed to be my friend, <sighs> my friend. There's no friends in fantasy football. No, well, only us. We're your friends in fantasy football. So we're going to help you break it all down. Let's start with the potential sleeper waiver wire pickup of the week. Running backs. It's Amari DeMarcado, running back of the Arizona Cardinals. He is rostered in just 2% of leagues, and that's because James Conner has been really solid this year. But DeMarcado, undrafted out of TCU, a lot of people unfamiliar with him. Now, we're getting news that the James Conner injury says he's okay, all this stuff. But the one thing we know about James Conner historically is that complete seasons are difficult for him to turn in. That being said... Uh, there's opportunity here where maybe just even as an insurance policy is interesting, interesting. Excuse me. We saw Jaleel McLaughlin last week Mm -hmm. was a player that we thought, okay, this could be an interesting play. If Javante does not suit up, he did not play McLaughlin did. He ended up being a fantasy asset yesterday. Uh, So that was a very important thing. Are we seeing a repeat here of week five in week six, potentially in your
2: opinion, Derek, when it comes to Amari Dimarcato, I think it's exactly right, Joe hit the nail on the head. I think we're looking at another McLaughlin situation. I think that looking at what De Mercado has done and his value moving forward for even this week, I'm sorry, I'm going to take it with a grain of salt about how James Connors health is right now. This early in the week, he got ruled out immediately, did not come back. So I'm look, you're looking at De Mercado and I think it's, it's prudent to be anywhere in the seven to 8% range. I'm okay. If you go and you bid 10 to 12% and you're aggressive and there's still a possibility that this is not a one-week rental. And looking at D Mercado, I was really intrigued by him after I dove into him last night for the waiver wire article. I was like, oh man, prepping for this show. I'm like, this dude checks a lot of boxes. 510, 215, 4'4 speed, final year at TCU, 3.9 yards after contact per attempt. All of these things are fabulous. And we team this with also Joe, like, we know who Keontae Ingram is, even if he comes back. Are we really that worried about Keontae Ingram? Like, not to toss too much shade at the man, but he hasn't been anything above a replacement level talent right now, what we've seen on the NFL field. So Di Mercado could be the clear workhorse starter, even if Ingram is healthy enough for next week. Yeah, and uh, Di
1: Mercado did get in the end zone. Uh, he did see a few targets mm-hmm. in that game as well, and only hauled in one of them, but uh, again, insurance policies are important when it comes to running backs. I know it's early for handcuff season, as Pat Fitzmaurice likes to remind us, but you know with the way the running back position has gone this year in particular, and the way James Conner's career is gone, maybe this is a smarter one than you realize. I would also note this, that Roshan Johnson for me is that number one guy. Now I know he's yes. dealing with the concussion protocol, but with Khalil Herbert out for a few weeks. Roshon Johnson, by the way, everybody who I know we've talked about a lot on this podcast on the waiver wire mm-hmm. pod in the past, but he's still just rostered in 52 percent of leagues. And you see that the Chicago Bears offense is starting to get out of its hibernation. You know, if we're talking about oh, Bears metaphors, wow. see that that's wow. not the only they one that can they. put pretty words together. Yeah. But Roshon <laughs> Johnson, because of the game being on Thursday, he might have a little extra time to clear that concussion protocol than the normal six day window. Of guys who play on Sunday. So keep that in mind. If he's out there, Roshan, I think, is still that high priority. But mm-hmm. Demarcado, another guy to talk about. Now, before we get to more running backs to talk about to potentially add, I want to remind you guys that the NFL season is going strong. And, and the, of course, the DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger. Bet just five bucks on any game this week. $200 instantly in bonus bets could be yours. That's right. Boom. That's all you got to do. DraftKings isn't stopping there either, by the way. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. So get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use that promo code FANTASYPROS when you do. And new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet 5 bucks on the NFL. That's the promo code FANTASYPROS only
0: on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources d bro let's get to some other running backs to crown not named of course roshan johnson
1: or Demarcado. we talked about them already uh i would get aggressive on roshan by the way especially he's still out there with a few weeks yep. here potentially of no khalil herbert So let's talk about another running back, Justice Hill. Uh, Another touchdown performance from Justice Hill. He is 32% rostered over on Sleeper, in your opinion. Is this a guy people should be chasing because this was a disappointing game for the Ravens? The Ravens' running attack still looks like it's more patchwork than that damn sweater that Joe Burrow wore to Arizona yesterday. (laughs) Did you see that sweater? The sweater sweater was rough. I might have to do a TikTok <laughs> about that sweater right man, after the show. I'm just saying. I love
2: how you got that in there. That got me. That, I wasn't expecting there. the curveball with the sweater, but uh, <laughs> man, uh, Justice Hill. I don't know which one's more disappointing, the sweater or Justice Hill's performance Ooh, this year. Ow, um, I'm not willing to sit here and put a lot of cash uh, towards Justice okay. Hill. One percent. He falls in line with a lot of different guys where it's like, okay, handcuff, maybe some stash value, but if I miss out on Justice Hill. I, I I get we just saw Zach Moss run all over the Tennessee Titans, but Justice Hill gets the Titans next week, he's gonna split work with Gus Edwards. What's really the upside there? So one percent, two percent, if I miss out on him, eh. nah, I'm not crying into my pillow about it.
1: All right, what about Tajay Spears? Thirty-six percent rostered. Ooh, I know he kind baby. of feels more like the future, right? Uh, but he did have a career day. He had his most touches, eleven, uh sixty-nine yards total. And uh, you also found the end zone for the first time. Very exciting stuff there for Tajay Spears. Now, Derek Henry uh, has been great. I watched uh, a good mm-hmm. chunk of that game, too. Let me tell you, uh, Ryan Tannehill has zero zip on that football. Like it is
0: mm, gross out there. He I don't bad, know what's bad, bad, going
1: on with his arm strength, but it looks terrible. Uh, in your opinion, is Spears somebody that, you know, you look at that 36. Should people be aggressive on him now uh, looking to who knows? Maybe the Titans even fall out of it. Maybe Henry becomes somebody they want to move.
2: Yes. I think you need to be aggressively bidding on Tajay Spears. And when I say aggressively, like six to 7% should get it done. If he's out there in your league, apparently, you know, people are not rushing to get Tajay Spears. That's why we're walking into week six and we're still talking about him, but he's one of the guys, if he were to get this backfield to his own Joe, which I'm not worried about any other back on the Tennessee Titans roster, taking work away from Spears. Should anything happen to Derrick Henry, Tajay Spears is one of those guys. Now, whether it's Tannehill or even you want to forecast Malik Willis under center, this is a guy that has the talent to be a league winner if he had the the job. And I say that, and I don't use that lightly. But you look at Tajay Spears; he's third in explosive run rate, third in missed tackles forced per attempt, third in yards after contact per attempt. This is a guy who's lightning in a bottle. If we could get 15 to 17 touches from Spears on a weekly basis, this is a guy we would have ranked as a top 12, top 15 back weekly, no matter who is under center. So people need to be uh, bidding aggressively for him. Yeah, uh, I would agree. I think Spears is one of the more
1: intriguing guys out there. So DeMarcado Mm -hmm. might be the guy who could help you the most this week, but between Roshan Johnson, who again, we're, 52% rostered, he's already still Mm -hmm. available in half of leagues, but we're talking about almost 70% of leagues here where Spears is still available, so... He should not be out there still. There's too much upside potentially for him. And he looked really good. And this was a guy, too, that didn't blow me away at the combine. Like, I, I watched Spears at the combine. And I thought he looked good. But then you go back and watch the tape. And you're like, hey, this is a really good running oh, back. Man. And now you're seeing, you know, some guys in the combine, for whatever reason, they don't always test well. That's why you always got to combine those things. You got to watch the footage of the game day stuff. You got to watch how they play in, you know, those game day scenarios in pads. And then the Combine's great, too. You can't just be the workout warrior. Well, uh, uh, Jamal's on the Ground, too. Uh, yeah. Thor and
2: I loved him. We watched him all week oh, at know. Senior Bowl. I know. And he just blew away the competition. I mean, whip routes, the full everything, like highlight reel plays mm-hmm. every single day in practice. But, so, but yet, like, he looks great
1: in practice, great in pads, and then you get to the Combine. It's like, I wouldn't say bad, e- just no. But you were like the e- expectations e- that I had, because I mm-hmm. know the same thing that you're talking about. I talked to you and Thor about that. Uh, Thor <laughs> Nystrom, by the way. What a heck of a guy. Hopefully we do a wellness check king on the Vikings game. The uh, king of oh. kings. But he's crushing <laughs> college football betting at Betting Pros. He is yes. crushing that. My God, go follow Thor on bettingpros.com slash Thor. My goodness, you want to make some money. One more guy here to talk about. Jamal Williams, 48% rostered. Uh, I know it's a little crowded there. Kamara's back.
2: Is Jamal somebody that you'd be even throwing a buck on, you know, as we get to this time of year with all the buys happening? (sighs) I'd rather you throw a buck on Kendra Miller if he's out there. If you're going to pick somebody from the Saints backfield, give me Kendra Miller, not Jamal Williams. We just know who Jamal is. He's going to be a zero in the passing game. You're hoping for upside on the early downs, and that's probably not going to happen with Kamara. If Kamara goes out, he's still going to split time. I'm less than enthused about Jamal Williams. I'd rather sit here and go after uh Kendrick Miller. If all right.
1: Let's talk him. about some guys worthy of maybe dropping. Uh, we have potentially some stars returning, hopefully mm-hmm. this week. I mean, I keep saying this, but I mean, I'm being realistic. If somebody gets a high ankle sprain and they're running back, you're not going to see him for at least a month. Just understand yeah. that. Stop listening to all the nonsense. We're like, well, he might be ready to play. Like, they're not <sighs> ready to play. However, Austin Eckler coming off the bye, and we are now more than a month removed. So I'm anticipating he's back. Maybe we get Saquon back. The Giants are fighting for their life right now of being relevant. Matt Burita, Josh Kelly, are those two guys you could drop to the curb and pick up guys like Tajay Spears and Roshan Johnson this week?
2: Oh, yeah. Drop, drop okay. Josh Kelly, drop Matt Rita. Don't care. Easy. Okay. Easy decisions.
1: A few other names I want to run through. Chuba Hubbard. That's the name that I think, again, should still be rostered. I don't trust Miles Sanders. I don't know why. I just don't. Jarek McKinnon, Kareem Hunt, Rico Dowdle. Again, some of the names are rough here. Jeff Wilson, Tank Bigsby, Ronnie Rivers, Craig Reynolds. Any of those names pop to you here as being either
2: worthy stashes or maybe guys you should be monitoring at the very least? I mean, I think you're looking at any one of these guys. Like Hubbard obviously is the top of the the list here. He's the cream Mm -hmm. of the crop. Uh, just because he has the clearest path to workload, even if Miles Sanders is active, he's out him and got more work in back-to-back games. And Miles does not look good. Let's also talk about that. Like outside of the contract and the certainty with that, he has not looked good this year. So mm. Chuba also has the upside that maybe he just takes yeah. that backfield over as they continue to move on through the season. But the rest of these guys, it's all just pick your flavor of handcuff and throw a buck on any one of them. Whoever you get, fine. Whoever you don't get, that's fine, too. The, the best names on this list that I would be interested in um, is Rico Dowdle. Uh, believer in the talent. He would have all the work for Dallas if anything happened to Tony Pollard. And Tank Bigsby. Uh, look, I know he's Still not getting any work right tank. now. I, 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 I know he's not getting any work right now. I get that. But tell me this, Joe. If anything were to happen to Travis Etienne. Sure. Are you sure. worried about Jermichael Hastings? Here's the thing. I'm, not. I'm not. I'm not.
1: I think it's too early for Tank. I agree with the mindset here. ATN coming off a huge game, by the way, too. But in in oh, this bye week season we're in, I think a guy like Chuba Hubbard, who by the way is still available, in sixty percent of leagues he is available. He's rostering just forty one percent of leagues right now on sleeper. That's the kind of guy that can help you through these bye weeks because you might be able to play him right away. And I think that is more important as rosters get a little thin between injuries and buys this time of year. So uh, let's move on to the wide receivers here, Derek Brown. Wide receivers. Talk about some of the names on this list, and I think the most important one, too, who might have been, again, the sleeper waiver wire ad of the week was Quentin Johnson in our minds, but he's already over that 50% threshold. He's at 55. Maybe that's even not enough. Like, I don't know. Here's the big question. We often see this with rookies where, you know, teams kind of take them along slowly, and then you get to that bye, and then they come out of that bye week with that extra practice ready to roll. Is that the scenario we're staring at in week six when it comes to Quentin Johnston?
2: I think it's absolutely in play here. Mm-hmm. You look at Quentin Johnston and we know the pedigree, first round pick. We know the talent. We saw it at TCU. No, you yes, just haven't seen it in guy. the NFL. Yeah. Like he and the other thing is it's not only are you buying into the upside of the talent of the pick, all that type of stuff, you're also buying into one of the best offenses in the NFL one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy. If Quentin Johnston hits that type of ceiling, and the, look, make no mistake, the Chargers need him to do that. Because who else are you worried about in this offense outside of Keenan Allen Austin Eckler? Nobody. Josh Palmer's not striking fear in defense's hearts. Neither is Gerald Everett. Quentin Johnston could be that type of game-changing talent and upside for the rest of the season. If he's out there, yes. I get you haven't seen it yet, but coming out of the bye week... You could moving forward.
1: There's a theme this week on the Waverwire show. It's TCU Horned Frogs. Now I'm not exactly sure what a Horned Frog looks like. I'm sure Derek Brown in Texas has seen more than I have. Yeah, you know, I mean, have you seen, ever seen a Horned Frog? Keep it clean here on the show, too, mind you. Not, Keep it clean. The- it's a family show.
2: <laughs> not. The-
1: I want to Google what they look like. I want to even no, see. No, oh. You don't want to. Should oh, I not? Well, they take my advice? I, I, I away? don't
2: think. I don't want to think. I, mm, there's too many keywords in there where something bad is gonna hop up into the uh, into the feed. There, Joey. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't Google that. Well, this is
1: a this is a funny looking animal. I can
2: tell you this right now.
1: Or 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 reptile, whatever it might be. But uh, look, Quentin Johnston. Uh, I think it's definitely a guy. Roshan Johnson. You know, these are the names that should not still be out there. But. They are, especially in those 10-team leagues. So start to add this talent to your roster. That's what we're trying to do. Now, this is a great time of year because October means football, means baseball, playoffs. A whole lot of fun things are going on. And the best way to get tickets for any of these events right now is Game Time, the official ticketing app of Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football. Game Time is incredible. And look, everybody knows me. I love going to see live events. I just went to a concert in Philly on Friday. Using the Game Time app. I mean, this is what you do. I went to see Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. It was awesome. I had a great time at that show. Oh, it was my birthday so jealous. present to myself.
0: So um,
1: I've got tickets next year to see The Foo already in New York. I can't wait. Ooh, the, I'm Foo, a concert the Foo, Let's baby. The Foo, baby. Second time I'm yes. going to see The Foo. But here's what you go. use the Game Time app because it lets you see your seat before your your vision of the seating you're going to be in before you so you know exactly where you are going to be uh before you purchase the tickets all their prices show you uh total upfront so there's no like hidden fees and nonsense so that's the worst part about it. you buy tickets to events and next thing you know you feel like you're buying a whole other extra ticket Just in fees. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets, use the game time app, download it today, create an account and redeem the fantasy pros code. Again, it's fantasy pros, one word for $20 off your purchase terms apply again, create an account, redeem the promo code fantasy pros, all one word, $20 download that game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed sporting events, comedy events, concerts, game time has you covered. Let's get to some more wide receivers who might be tough to cover. See what I did there? Professional no, nice. segue. Profe-
2: professional sensation. Rashid Shaheed, a
1: guy we've talked about quite a bit. Uh, your New Orleans Saints did put uh, a butt whooping on my uh, New England Woo! Patriots. Woo! Lucky for me, I teased New Orleans oh. up and got paid even more because I knew that was coming. That New they Orleans no money line
2: plus money, baby, was oh. so
1: good. But that epic <sighs> butt kicking aside, Rashid Shaheed, look, this is a player we've talked about a few times, he's still rostered in 34% of leagues.
2: Do you want to throw a couple bucks on him? Can he be a, a stopgap wide receiver for folks? Absolutely. And Rashid Shahid, and we want to talk about it here, Joe, mm-hmm. I, where he succeeds is against zone coverage. You look at the next three matchups he has on the board. And, and some of these teams have been stingy versus wide receivers, Houston, Jacksonville, and Indy all zone coverage, heavy teams against zone. Shahid 13.6 target, uh, target share, 2.0 yards per route run. So not only does he take the top off of defenses, he can crush versus zone. Um, All of these guys that we're going to mention here on the wide receivers, Joe, when I was writing up the, the waiver wire article, Pat's like, oh, this is such a gross week. And I'm like, actually for wide receiver, if you were hurting with a bye week or injuries or whatever. I really like the grouping of wide receivers. So while I'm going to tell you not to bid much on any of these guys, there is a long tier of wide receivers that you can pick up this week out on waiver wires that have really good or plus matchups to target. So while I'm telling you as a blanket statement, one to 2% on most of these guys, we're going to mention here. But no matter who you get, there's a lot of plug and play flex starters on the waiver wire this week. Yeah, uh, there are a few of these guys. We're going to talk more about them. Josh Reynolds is one I want to talk about yep. because he's
1: rostered in fifty three percent of leagues over on sleeper. Uh, yesterday saw the five targets, caught four of them, caught the touchdown. And Reynolds is a guy that we've seen before have some pretty good games, like uh, week two against Seattle. Right, uh, on Rosslyn mm-hmm. Brown's abdomen injury is concerning. Those core muscle injuries. You know, we've seen different athletes in different sports struggle with those. I mean, sometimes you have to Mm -hmm. have that core surgery, too. That can take you out for a very long time now. I don't think we're there. uh, But at the same time, with Jameer Gibbs being out, with um, the uncertainty of the health of Amon Ross St. Brown, to me, Reynolds might be the best guy on this list this week. Do you think people should be a little bit more aggressive than that normal 1% or 2% maybe on some of these flyer guys? Because Reynolds could be that. He's facing Tampa, then Baltimore, then Vegas. That's the schedule for him coming up.
2: I would say yes, because if you look on the surface, like what he did last week, he led the team in receiving yards, scored a touchdown, all those things are good. The concerning thing for Reynolds and that what put, drops him into the same tier of one to two percenters is Detroit. If you're not just looking at the box score, but this is why you're reading the wire article on Fantasy Pros. I looked at the snap shares and the route shares for all of the guys for Detroit. They ran a four-way committee. None of these guys got over about 50 or 60% of the routes last week. So you had Marvin Jones, you had Josh Reynolds, Jamison Williams, Kalief Raymond. All of these guys were involved and cutting into each other's work. So while Reynolds ended up with the best day, I still think it's very shaky and tentative ground that he's standing on in that passing attack. So that's why I'm not going to be more aggressive on him despite the, the good run out last week. All right, let's see if uh, we can interest you in some more wide
1: receivers here. Marvin Mims at fifth, excuse me, 42% mm-hmm. rostered uh, guy that we've talked about again on this show a lot. Big problem with him not being on the field enough. The Broncos have to do something. There's got to yes. be some shakeups coming here. Have and to. this is another team that has potential trade candidates on it where we're mm-hmm. not used to this. This is more of a baseball thing where, you know, a guy gets traded to closer, gets traded. Next thing you know, a new guy appears for saves. Guys get more at bats when somebody else gets dealt. The NFL historically has not been that, but we've been moving towards that these last few years. And and right now, the Denver Broncos need more draft picks. So I could see them moving a Sutton, moving a Judy, something like that. And Mims getting an opportunity. He's 42% rostered. Is this the perfect time to make sure you solidify Marvin Mims on your roster before something like that does happen in the weeks ahead?
2: Yes. He's the one guy on this list that I will say go above the 1% to 2%. Get to 3%, 6%. I, I'm willing to get more aggressive with him because again, you're going for the upside play, and this might not fit every roster. If you're only one one game, you're still over right now in the season, then this might not be the pickup for you. But if you are at 500. Or you're undefeated. You're still looking at another W this week. This is the guy you need to be stashing if he's out there. So 3 to 6%, get him on your roster. Because yes, whether it's a trade of Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy, and there's some wide receiver needy teams, I'm looking at you, the Carolina Panthers, that, <laughs> that could trade for somebody. Marvin Mims, all we need is playing time. Sean Payton. Yep. You, you trade it up for the guy. Stop running Brandon Johnson out there. Stop being cute no. about this. God, the whole okay? thing is just, you just got embarrassed by the New York jets. Okay. They came into town. They said, you know what? Here's your L baby. Here's your L for everything. Get this offense on track. Russell Wilson is playing some really good football right now. Marvin Mims. There is no reason he should not be a full-time player. If he does that, he's going to explode. His per route metrics have been insane. Play
1: the man. Please. Play. I agree. I don't I don't know what you're waiting for here. I mean, to take another L. I, I just don't get it. I, I don't get it at this point. I, I don't <laughs> get it. And, and I understand, you know, sometimes certain coaches too are tougher with rookies and they're they want to manage the situations oh, or maybe there's some got to you know, earn could be it. You know what? But it could be think, maybe he's one of these guys who doesn't practice hard. Maybe he's one of these guys. But this is the kind of diligence you're supposed to do before you draft a guy. I don't exactly. know what the particulars are. I don't know if it's just a hierarchy issue where they just want to keep Sutton and Judy and all these guys out there, but some of the other names, as you mentioned, like, I don't understand what we're doing here. Get Mims on the field. Let's take a quick break in the action to tell you about the Hatch Restore 2, because this is a product that literally has changed my life. And I know that sounds like a bit of hyperbole, but it's true. I use my Restore 2 every single morning when I wake up. I got rid of the alarm on my phone, which is a really annoying thing. You have these different sound settings and different things you can use on your phone. I got rid of that. Instead, now I use the Restore 2, which is a combination of soundscapes and lights that mirror the concept of the sunrise. And I got to tell you, it has been an absolute game changer for me. Not only do I wake up more refreshed, but I also wake up less startled out of my sleep. Sometimes it takes the combination of the light and sound to wake me up, sometimes just the light if I'm in a lighter sleep pattern. But also if you're like me and you have trouble, sometimes... Falling asleep, the Hatch app has all these different soundscapes, crackling fires, running waterfalls, and different lighting techniques too that can really help you fall asleep better. And sleep is the most important thing you can do for your body. We've all learned that over the years. So I want you to do something important for you for a change. I want you to go think of the Hatch Restore as your bedside sleep guide and your ally in rest. The innovative and all-in-one dream machine It's got sophisticated sound machines, light. It's an alarm clock. It's a beautiful design. So it looks really nice next to your table. Good rest allows you to be the best version of yourself. And I want you to be the best version of yourself every day too. So right now Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of a Hatch restore and free shipping at hatch.co slash fantasy pros. So sleep deeply, wake up gently with restore, go to hatch.co slash fantasy pros to get $20 off and free shipping. Once again, that's hatch.co slash fantasy pros. Change your sleep, change your life. And now back to the action. Josh Downs, I want to talk about. He is rostered in just 27% of leagues. Yesterday for the Indianapolis Colts, he caught all six of his targets for 97 yards. He got 12 and a half half PPR points in that performance. Interesting piece here, because with Anthony Richardson out for a few weeks, Mm -hmm. now Gardner Minshew is not Patrick Mahomes, but Gardner Minshew in terms of You know, he's a veteran. He's been around the NFL a long time. Is Downs a guy that you want to be in the business of adding this week? Because Josh Downs with Gardner Minshew over the next few weeks ahead as we face Jacksonville. Cleveland's a tough matchup. The New Orleans Saints, Carolina, and then New England, who has no secondary at all. Those are some interesting matchups, and that's what we're looking at. Because my imagination, Derek, is you don't see Anthony Richardson until after they come back from the bye in Week 11. So we're talking Week 12, maybe. In again, this is my opinion. I'm speculating. They say it's a four week injury. Do you want to press him? Maybe to come back against New England. Maybe, but we got a couple weeks here, maybe a month potentially of downs. Is downs an intriguing name here that's floating around a lot
2: of waiver wires? Very intriguing, Joe. And and the, what I'll say about Minchu starting. Shane Steichen had no problems letting him throw the ball 44 times against the Ravens. It, it, that, that should tell you all you need to know. We could get more passing volume out of the Colts offense. And I'm not telling you that Minshew is going to play better than Anthony Richardson did. But is the passing rate possibly going to go up with Minshew under center? I think it possibly can. And you're looking at Josh Downs this week. Joe, I, I, I'm gonna have a hard time keeping him out of my top 36 wide receivers because the matchup against Trey Herndon is fantastic. Herndon has been bad, 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 bad with a capital B this this year. 76. Percent catch rate allowed one forty five passer rating in his coverage. Jacksonville has been eviscerated by slot wide receivers. Josh Downs can do what he did last week against Jacksonville this week and be one of the best waiver wire pickups that you could possibly have. All right, uh, I I agree. By the way, I think Downs is a, somebody a really
1: sneaky addition this week. Twenty seven percent rostered on sleeper like that's Oof. nothing. I mean, he's out there, folks. And he's uh, the I would open. put him ahead of Shahid. I would put yes. him ahead of, I put him ahead of Mims. If I have a lot of like needs right now, like I, I have buys yeah, You need somebody injury. to play this right. week. I got I T Higgins on his. injuries to like, if I've yep. got that
2: downs, is that immediate help? I think he's even a bigger immediate help than Josh Reynolds. Potentially. Do you agree? Or is yeah, that hot take? I, I adamantly agree. We're not talking about downs and split and snaps with anybody. He's their slot wide receiver and he's going to get target volume. Alec Pierce is doing nothing in that passing attack. So really, what are we talking about? Joey, It's Mm -hmm. Michael Pittman and Downs. That's their entire passing attack. So it is seven targets is probably your weekly floor. Looking forward with Minshew, just but looking at the passing volume and this target tree. Yeah. He's a really good pickup. I love a good target tree, especially in the fall.
1: You know, like to go Mm. see the foliage of the target tree. So beautiful pumpkin spice lattes, maybe a warm apple cider (laughs) and just look at the target tree. Curl up with a good book. Curl up with Mm. a good book. You know, (laughs) that. Uh let's also uh, talk about the guys to drop. Uh we have themes here on the show today. TCU players was one. Guys with the last name Moore another. Yeah. Two Moores I want to talk about which makes me depressed cuz these were two of my favorite oh, draft both targets.
2: Of both of us. It's so they haven't
1: look it, hard decisions, bro. Hard decisions. Mm-hmm. So um we have <sighs> two guys, Elijah Moore, Sky Moore that I think it's fine to just move on. Like Rushy Rice, yep. I would rather have right now than Sky Moore. Um, uh, I think that's pretty that's much. It's funny.
2: It does I don't think you're flexibly. Don't, Flex don't, roster don't, don't reflect- you bring it up again. That. Don't you?
1: Don't you dare? Don't you dare bring it up again. Uh, but but again, this is this is the situation. The other person I was trying to drop for Sky Moore, I did not get him, so I ended up getting stuck. Derek ends up with Rushy Rice, and he's going to rub it in my face. But that's okay. Everything's fine. But you can drop both of these moors at this point, correct?
2: Oh, absolutely. Just cut, cut them loose. You're not starting either one of these guys at, at this point. Those are easy drop candidates. There's a, a few bunch of guys. Names. That, uh, yes, we, we got to go through these names because I want to roster all of these guys over the Moore brothers. Okay, well,
1: let's get to the names. Before we do, we've got another cool giveaway, too. I just want to remind everybody here. We gave away the Christian McCaffrey jersey. We're doing that. We gave away Tyree Kill jersey. He's doing all these amazing things, but we got a new one for you. A glorious 36-inch fantasy championship trophy for your league courtesy of our good friends at trophy smack the number one destination for epic fantasy tournament trophies you need to subscribe to the fantasy pros youtube channel right now that's all you got to do drop a comment below that's it you could win so easy click that bell ring that bad boy for notifications so you know every time a piece of content drops here in the channel and if we uh choose you as the winner we'll alert you through those notifications so Subscribe to Fantasy Pros YouTube. Drop a comment. Ring the bell. and this amazing trophy, smack, uh, epic, beautiful. Fan- I'm, I'm I need Pat here for better adjectives. He's the wordsmith uh, <laughs> for your championship trophy for your league. Here, it's a really cool thing here. And again, it's free. And you're watching the channel anyway. You might as well win some free stuff. Let's talk about some potentially free wide receivers. Jaden Reed, who's going to put a hurt on you today? <laughs> yeah, I hope not. he puts up thirteen <laughs> points on you tonight. Curtis Samuel, Allen. <laughs> Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Wondell Robinson. Those are some of the names that are floating out there. Reed's been on the show. We've talked about him a ton. Yeah. To me, that's an easy one. What about Samuel,
2: Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Wandale? Any of these names kind of peak to you? Yeah, the ones that stand out of that group, we've talked about Jaden Reed. He's definitely worth a pickup. Uh, I want to talk about Curtis Samuel, R- Wondell Robinson, um, and Darnell Mooney here. Uh, with Wondell... The slot matchups for the next few weeks look really good. I mean, I know Buffalo is a strong defense, but not through the slot. Teron Johnson got hurt last week. So you're talking about, okay, is he going to get Cam Lewis this week? And that's the one spot where if you're going against Buffalo, you target the slot. Cam Lewis in his career, 62% catch rate, 108 pass rating. So Wandell falls in the bucket of these guys where wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Can you play them as a flex play this week? Absolutely. Same thing for Curtis Samuel. I've talked about this matchup numerous times. Not going to stop talking about it, but versa in the slot versus D. offered. Now, did it work out for Robert Woods? And yes, I'm going to tell people, okay, it did not work out for Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. The, the, the stat line, but was the process right on pra- playing Robert Woods? He got nine freaking targets. He got a 25% yeah. target share. Was the run out there? No, but the process was right because the volume went his direction and that could happen for Curtis Samuel this week. So Samuel, again, plug and play wide receiver three or four and Darnell Mooney going. I mean, we've seen what Chicago is doing. Justin Fields is dialed in, man. Yeah. So
1: what a a concept. Let him throw the football. Oh,
2: yeah. Weird design runs. Let Let him throw the football football deep.
1: You know, what was going to national championship games in college in Ohio State, slinging the football everywhere and running around causing problems for everybody. What, What a concept. Let him throw the football. So crazy. I know. <sighs> <makes> my head <laughs> hurt. Anyway, uh, yes, add some of these guys here. Uh, let's get to some of the streaming guys for the week, too. Quarterbacks, tight ends, and defenses. Uh, let's talk about quarterback because I know there's some guys out there. Sam Howell has a matchup against Atlanta. I know Fitz has pointed out that's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew uh, could be an interesting
2: guy. Uh, but you've got another one, too, potentially. Who do you want to? Add to stream this week at QB. I think Minshew is firmly in play, but the guy I've got my sights set on is Baker Mayfield, going against okay. Detroit. And I know this Detroit pass defense has been better, but they are allowing yardage. They've they've allowed the 14th most passing yards per game allowed. They just let a Bryce Young of all people throw for 240 and three tutties. What do we think, Baker Mayfield, who's actually looked really good this year so far? He's 14th in yards per attempt, 11th in adjusted completion rate. What can he do in this game? And this is a sneaky shootout, Joe. Mm -hmm. I think that this is one of the games where you're looking at early lines. Maybe you're sneaking in a little bit of action on the over for the total. Now, I want to say last week at tight end, if memory serves. And again, I'm
1: getting old, as you like to point out every (laughs) chance you get. Uh, Logan Thomas was your streaming guy last week. I'm just bringing (laughs) up the points for everybody just so you could take your victory lap. I hope you stretched before uh 9 receptions on 11 targets and a touchdown there. Uh not a bad day. Tight end 5 last week. But <sighs> it didn't really matter because Logan Thomas is just 20% rostered. So listen to Derek Brown because he's trying to help you guys. Uh more <laughs> people listen. Now hope this week different listen. story. Uh he does not get the Chicago Bears defense. He gets the Atlanta Falcons defense. I think a better mm-hmm. unit we both agree. However, you still think he's a guy worth streaming this week at tight end.
2: Oh, I absolutely do. Did we just see what Dalton Schultz did versus his defense? We did. And this, we did. This is a theme on, on, on these defenses. If you have defenses that are extremely strong at cornerback, a lot of times that they also play zone coverage and things you're going to see passing attacks stay away from those corners and target the tight ends. That's what happened versus Atlanta. They're allowing the ninth most receiving yards and seventh most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. So Logan Thomas, we're rolling it back, baby. We're rolling Roll it. it back. So, Curtis Thomas, Logan Thomas, start the boys versus the <laughs> Falcons.
1: Let's go! All right, let's continue on here uh, with obviously the defensive streams too. That's very important. By the way, Tyler Conklin, another guy too. I know Pat mentioned him in the waiver wire piece too. Against very the good Eagles. pickup. Another good pickup. So we're trying to help you out uh, with some of these extra names too, just in case you know someone did listen to Derek. Uh, and did pick up Logan Thomas and streamed him last week. It was, a, it was certainly a, a great performance. Oh, I can't sick. lie. All right. Defense. Uh, let's go back to uh, Atlanta because this is another one because you never know what you're getting. Uh, Scott Bogman likes to call him Jekyll or Howell. That's his, his oh, new nickname for it. You wow. like that? That's Bogman nice. Like dropping that. the dad joke there, yeah, which nice. he always rags on me for the dad jokes. Always for the he's last got 10 more. years. He's got more than you do. That's what I feel like. I feel like he's a hypocrite. I'm going to tell him today, Monday <sighs> is, night, by is. the way. I have our, to text don't, him and tell forget, him that. Catch our betting pros Monday night live stream. We always do it right before the football games, 5 p.m. Eastern. Get you ready for all your betting over there, at BP. Uh, but yeah, let's talk a little about streaming defenses. Who do you have here?
2: Well, um, I know people are like, well, you just talked about Curtis Samuel and you just talked about Logan Thomas. So why are you going to mention, okay, need to play the Atlanta Falcons defense? Because, it is curious. Hey. Okay. Because just like last week, Chicago bears, their defense gave up a lot of points for Washington. Other opposing defenses are giving up a lot of points to the Washington commanders. That's not stopping defenses from also sacking Sam Howell from him throwing picks. The Washington commanders are throwing the ball a ton and you have Atlanta Falcons who are fourth in pressure rate. Sam Howell has the fourth most hits taken this year. And by a large margin, He has been the most sacked quarterback. So while, yes, can you go to the commander's offense for passing volume and plays this week? Absolutely. But in all of that passing volume, there's still lots and lots of opportunity for sacks and turnovers Mm -hmm. for the Atlanta Falcons defense this week.
1: Yes. Ugly fantasy points, as I always like to call it. Uh, So a Mm, lot of Atlanta Falcons. They taste so good, though. They are delicious. Speaking of the Atlanta Falcons, I just want everybody to see on the YouTube channel. Look at this amazing shirt. One of our listeners made for me, made for me. Bijan Robinson shirt. This thing is hot. Uh, We have the best listeners and watchers to our, our fantasy pros. I mean, shout out to my
2: dude, Eric Osberg. We're going to talk about things. I got a biscuits shirt. The biscuits. Shirt a biscuits the, jersey man or uh, excuse it's a me hoodie. A, a biscuits a hoodie is pretty amazing a hoodie. i got the this most Bichon comfortable shirt. hoodie i have right now so shout
1: this out to dude for that this dude is making these go go check out Brian's work at casualgamersociety.com i know they're not a sponsor of the show but they're a listener yeah, and watcher and the talk, show. talk these about are good people and good things these man. are people doing great things out there Community. and who love, love it. the show And we're all in this thing together. And and I love that people take the time out to do nice things for us. I think that's super cool. We had, I know one of our listeners, Jeff, who was in the air force last year in Hawaii, sent me some amazing patches from the air force stuff. Oh, I remember that. We we just have the best people. So shout out to you, uh, to Brian, to all the folks out there who are listening and watching this show every single week. Uh, Let's add some guys on the waiver wire. Again, if you don't have fab, let's do the ranking here. So just putting it out there, I would say Roshan, Johnson, Quentin, Johnston those are the top two guys they're highly rostered let's get past those two and talk about who might still be on the waiver wire and what the order is you want to add them am I am I overstepping and saying that or would you agree that Roshan and QJ are still the guys to add first
2: yes if they okay. are out there and that's why I did not include them because they're over the 50% mark but if okay. they are out there they are the top two names uh Quentin Johnston being number one Roshan number two um but if they are not out there Amari Di Mercado is my top waiver wire pickup of the week uh, Logan Thomas would be number two. And then it's really pick your flavor as far as these wide receivers go. Um, I did put in Wanda Robinson as number three. I think the more we've talked about this, Joe, I, I'm going to flip that though. Um, I want Josh Downs as my number three. I think we're looking okay. at the plug and play ability for Josh Downs. I want to lean that direction this week. Uh, Wanda Robinson is my fourth. And we're just going to sit here and piggyback on everything that I said. Curtis Samuel is number Five. Listener mailbag. Okay. Wandale and then Curtis Samuel. Let's get to the
1: listener mailbag from our discord, fantasypros.com slash chat. It's free to join, but if you're premium, you get access to stages and a whole lot more. Uh Let's get this question from a dial 43. I have Kyron Williams, not many waiver wire options. I wanted to see, Uh, would you drop cam makers to pick up Ronnie rivers for the handcuff? So I guess the question is this, do you think, cam Akers is more valuable potentially you know going past madison at some point or do you think ronnie rivers insurance policy is more valuable what are your thoughts
2: i would take ronnie rivers uh and that might surprise people but if madison doesn't get hurt he's still going to split the work with Akers, even in probably the best case scenarios and minnesota is still a pass first team if anything happened to kyron williams ronnie rivers is not going to compete with who's he going to compete with the work back there for the Rams I don't know N- Eric Dickerson N- maybe we can bring him back to the Rams I don't know
0: resign I mean,
2: the ghost of Todd Gurley it, I don't
0: know. Oh, it's, you know it's Todd nobody. Gurley
1: that that Todd Gurley's situation was depressing because he was so yep. special and it was such a short window of time and it's just it, it's like Comet, Davis. It's you know there's been a bunch of those Gale Sayers you could say about that too there's yeah. been there has been Priest a handful Holmes. of those backs Priest Holmes another great one too that they had this window of greatness, and it wasn't just mm-hmm. like, oh, they were really good. We're talking dominant. And yes. it, it's a bummer when those, you know, those careers don't get their full breath. Uh, it's always one of those. It's, mm-hmm. it's a tough game. It's a it's a sad thing. And uh, I'm sure Todd Gurley's okay though. You know, he made a ton of money. He did all right. He did some commercials. You know, Todd Gurley's probably sitting back and hanging out. Uh, got to play in a Super Bowl, all that good stuff. But. Still, uh, we need some more Todd Gurley's in this league, that's for sure. But it's a a busy waiver wire week for sure. Make sure that you head over to fantasypros.com. Look at the waiver wire rankings we've got for you. Use the waiver wire assistant, too, on my playbook. Help you find all the guys that are available in these leagues because you'll see so many different leagues you play in. There's different variables. So some guys you might not realize are out there are. And we just told you how to approach week six. So make sure you go and do that use the free agent finder, use the waiver wire assistant over at my playbook. Again, it's free fantasy slash my playbook. That's the way you do it. That's the way we did it for week six. We want to hear from you. Drop your comments below in the YouTube chat and uh, continue to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That'll do it for us. But the story of the
0: game goes on for Derek Brown. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the fantasy pros, fantasy football podcast follow us on x instagram and tiktok at fantasy pros and subscribe to our youtube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros